Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We continue in the book of Romans, therefore, man ruined his life with sin. God's remedy is Jesus Christ. Therefore, how can I show my thankfulness to God every day? Here's a prayer all of us need to pray. Lord, please protect me from the long list of sins that describes those who have foolishly chosen to reject you and worship themselves. You know, when Paul said God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient, he was simply saying that God gave them over to their depraved thinking, which resulted in a long list of inexcusable and sinful behavior. Sadly to say, most of the sins on the Romans 1 list are commonplace in our entertainment world, in our cyber world, in our real world today, hopefully not in our own personal worlds. There are actually two lists in Romans 1, 29 and 32. The first is centered on the words being filled with and full of and refers to the attitudes or thoughts of the heart. The second list starts with the last word of verse 29, whispers, and continues through verse uh, 32. It describes the actions of these Romans 1 God haters. Paul is not coming up with something new here. Jesus mirrored these same thoughts in Matthew 12 and again in Matthew 15. Matthew 12, 34, when he spoke to the Pharisees, he called them generation of vipers. How can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. A good man out of the good treasure of the heart brings forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. And then again, Matthew 15, beginning at verse 18, But those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart. They defile the man, for out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts and murders and adulteries and fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man. Now Solomon also knew that although we are not what we think we are, we are what we think. When he penned in Proverbs 23.7, it supports the teaching of Paul in Romans and Christ in Matthew. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Now be warned of the extent of man's depravity and consider the consequence of each individual thought or action. The attitudes, or as he thinks in his heart, could result in the list of actions or the so is he. I want us to take some time and just think, meditate. You don't have to write anything down, but let the Spirit of God stir your conscience with each question, explanation, and passage of Scripture. Don't forget God is the one who gave us this list. How could unrighteousness impact my relationship with God and others? Now, unrighteousness, what ought not to be, unjust, uncomfortable with what is right and good. Unto them that are contentious and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation and wrath, tribulation and anguish upon every soul of man that does evil. How could fornication impact my relationship with God and with others? The word fornication, it's to commit any sexual sin, lewdness, immoral, perverted, morally unclean. Ephesians 5, 3, fornication and all uncleanness or covetous, let it not be once named among you as becometh saints. No hint for the Christian. How could wickedness impact my relationship with God and others? Wickedness, in essence, is evil in nature innately bad or utter depravity. Lord said to him, Now, do you Pharisees make clean the outside of the cup and the platter, but inward part is full of ravening and wickedness? How could covetousness impact my relationship with God and others? The word covetousness has the idea of greediness, 
the desire for more motivated by a discontented heart, the longing to have more and more of what God never intended us to have. Jesus said, take heed and beware of covetousness, for a man's life consists not in the abundance of things which he possesses. How could maliciousness impact my relationship with God and others? Maliciousness is evil, bad, habitual wickedness rooted in the mind. It's kind of like evil from the inside out. The Bible also tells us we need to lay aside all malice and guile and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speakings as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. How could envy impact my relationship with God and others? Envy is simply jealousy, uh, bothered to the point of thinking evil at the success and happiness of others, wanting what others have and not wanting them to have it. Titus 3 reminds us we ourselves were sometimes foolish or in the past foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving different lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. That's sad. We have to ask the question, how could murder impact my relationship with God and others? Obviously, murder is slaughter, taking the life of someone for hateful, vengeful, or envious purposes, no respect for human life. For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders. How could debating impact my relationship with God and others? To debate, contentious, argumentative, quarrelsome, a lover of strife. For ye are yet carnal. For whereas there is among you envying and strife and divisions, are you not fleshly carnal and walk as men? How could deceit impact my relationship with God and others? Deceit means to trick or debate or to deceive. He that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no guile from 1 Peter 3. How could malignity impact my relationship with God and others? Malignity is kind of an evil-mindedness, thinking the worst of others, a wicked disposition. God gave them over such affections. After a list like this, our hearts should be a little bit convicted, concerned, and we need to pray what David prayed in Psalm 139. Search me, O God, know my heart. Try me, know my thoughts. See if there be any wicked way in me and lead me to the way everlasting. You confess your sin to God. God promises, promises to forgive. Here, time's up for today, but today is the day. The Lord made it. Let's be thankful. Let's rejoice. And I hope that you have a good day.